You're listening to the Film Marketing Academy podcast, the audio series dedicated to helping filmmakers create better film marketing campaigns faster. Join your host, Pascal Fintoni, for what promises to be an exciting and intriguing voyage of discovery filled with advice, stories, and film marketing ideas. Thank you for tuning in. And now, on with today's episode of the Film Marketing Academy podcast. Oh, this week we're going to be talking about Uncharted. This is a film based upon a video game. Now, I have to admit, I've never heard of the video game. I've never played the video game, so I've never heard of the film. So before we talk about it, before Pascal educates me and and hopefully whips me up into a frenzy of excitement about this film, let's watch the trailer. I've been dreaming about this my whole life. Magellan's gold. It's the biggest treasure that's never been found. Five billion, easy. So when do we start? Yeah, put that in your head. Hello? Hello? I can hear you. I'm sitting right next to you. Your brother believed that there was a final piece. But you know my brother Sam? What else aren't you telling me? You have no idea who you partnered with. Silly! All right! It's gonna take a little longer than I thought, kid. I assume we're 50-50, right? 50-50? You get 10%. That's me being generous. Wow. Let's find some parachutes. What? Unless you know a better way to jump out of a plane. My family found the fortune. Then was betrayed. So much blood. You're doing great. This ain't over. Hey, you still with me? What's with the cat? She's just for you. What? Life seems super sad. I'm not going to keep this thing. Exclusively in movie theaters. Well, Roger, welcome to the world of Nathan Drake and Victor Sullivan. (laughs) Treasure hunting, fighting, guns shooting, jumping over roofs, looking for treasures, reading maps and solving riddles. This has been my life for the last 10 years playing the video games Uncharted. And I have to tell you, as a big, big fan of the game, I am both excited and nervous in equal measures, but I'm curious. You just said a moment ago, because you're not a PlayStation player, this has been an exclusive creation for PlayStation um, kind of network. How does it feel? Are you excited? Are you okay? You're just wondering what on earth all this uh, fuss is all about? Well, uh, as I say, I- I'm not a PlayStation player, so I've never heard of the game. The trailer certainly looks exciting certainly looks exciting. i mean watching it i can see elements of indiana jones in there i can see elements of tomb raider in there there's one scene in the trailer very briefly where they're hanging out of the back of a um, hercules style plane on a load of cargo netting which reminded me of a scene in a james bond film i think it was um the living daylights with the, the first timothy dalton film back in whenever that might have been 19 um 89 uh, 89 or something like that um earlier than that but uh it certainly looks exciting it it looks like a good old-fashioned adventure film 
And back to the scene you, you picked up, which actually was singled out uh, as part of the marketing campaign. It really is literally like frame by frame a copy of what you do in the film. So you play the character Nathan Drake, who is a descendant of Sir Francis Drake. And actually, your story, your, your life is around finding actually Sir Francis Drake and, and his treasure. Um, as a way in which a to become rich, but also to settle in life, you know. And what is the, the game has three key elements. The n- number one is this idea of adventure and going to different countries, a la James Bond. Actually, now every chapter you take into different continents and so on. You've got to solve riddles. You have to look at maps and understand what you're looking at. You've got fighting. I mean, literally from empty hand combat to, you know, gunfighting. But you also have the voice acting and the humor, the wit, the one-liners, the tongue-in-cheek, where, for example, you're being chased by literally a tank and you're controlling your character and you can hear the voice going, oh, I'm nearly there, I'm nearly there. Oops, oh, no, no, please don't do this. And then, you know, essentially the, the tank shoots at you, then an explosion, and your character just literally is being projected off a cliff. And you have to try and grab, you know, a tree on the way down using the different controls and so on. It feels like it's a movie that is being played in real time and you have some element of control. And it's just so enjoyable and as you can tell from my description but also the fans around the world we just love the character nathan drag invented by a lady called amy henning who's been a game designer for a very long time but our kind of um you know wish for the film to do well started actually a long time ago sony and playstation by extension have been talking about making a film version nearly from 10 years ago and then already there was a campaign of sort from the fam, but also from the actor Nathan Fillion to play the role of Nathan Drake. And one of the things that was really quite uncanny is, I put the, the pictures for you on the show notes, the fake kind of character, you know, Nathan Drake, looks a lot like Nathan Fillion and vice versa. And actually, they did make a fan film at the time as much as a pitch to the filmmaker saying, come on, don't, you know, please put Nathan Fillion essentially as part of the um, as part of the franchise, the movie version, adaptation. And of course, 10 years is a long time. And instead we have Tom Holland. And for the fans, that's tricky. We even have Mark Wahlberg as Solly, Victor Solomon, who doesn't look and sound anything like the, the character. And it's tricky, isn't it? I mean, is it important, do you think, for characters as in the the human beings to sound and look like the video game characters or can we just get past that i don't really know i mean let's face it when they made films of tomb raider i think they definitely tried to cast actresses who looked like lara croft didn't they um again from what i can see of the trailer the person they have cast as you said doesn't look anything like the video game character. And and I don't know, is this because... It, I'm thinking of a couple of weeks back when we reviewed Pixels, and you and I absolutely loved that film because we are child, children of the 80s. We grew up with um, original video games like Pac-Man and Defender and Space Invaders, and we were therefore the target market. So we were absolutely in rapture about this film, whereas it actually didn't do very well in terms of reviews from everybody else. So are they making this film for players of the game or are they making this film because it's just a damn good story and they wanted to have widespread spread appeal i think that if they'd have just been making it for the gaming 
people that they would have cast somebody who did look like the character. But because they obviously, and, and I have no knowledge of this, they obviously want this to have mainstream, they want it to become a blockbuster, presumably, then they, ha they haven't been concerned about casting somebody who looks like the character in the video game. They just cast somebody who they think will play the role really well. I think that's a wonderful segue to look at the marketing campaign. Just to quickly add on that, um, one thing, this is meant to be taking place a few years before the games themselves. So we're looking at a younger Nathan Drake, potentially, uh, because, of course, they want to do more than one. There's already a deal signed with Netflix and Disney Plus to, you know, to have the movie streamed on, on those platforms. So the the movie was unlucky as well, Uncharted, because they produced it and filmed during the pandemic 2020, and the release has been delayed so many times, like many movies, we've had the pleasure of reviewing on film marketing. So take us through the, the campaign itself, and then we can deep dive in some of the details. Well, it starts off looking as if it was it's very much like a traditional film marketing campaign. So 21st of October 2021 was the release of the first official trailer, followed on the same day by the uh, website and the social media campaign. I guess that was more of a sort of relaunch, wasn't it? Because some of that already existed. On the 23rd of December, a few days before um, for Christmas, second trailer released. And then into January, they start treating us to actual scenes from the full scenes from the film so a two minute 30 second action scene with the enticing description i'm going to read this pascal in the race to find the world's greatest treasure you have to watch your step find out what happens next in uncharted movie exclusively in movie theater so they're giving us a scene which ends on a cliffhanger and you think oh my goodness i'm gonna have to go and see the end the, the film to find out what actually happens and then Further into January, we're starting to see featurettes about the incredible stunts in the film. Again, I, I mentioned the um, them hanging out on cargo nets on the back of the Hercules-style plane, or this one's got jets rather than propellers. And, and I think that's very important, isn't it? The, the, the stunts in this film are just absolutely amazing sort of mission impossible level of stunts going forward. And, and then we get to the launch. Uh, in Barcelona, in Spain, not sure why it was launched in Barcelona. Oh, you might I can tell you why, because <laughs> it's part of the, uh, the the experience of you know uh, Uncharted takes you to different countries and different yeah. destinations. But you're right; it was a weird one because it started in Barcelona and ended up in the US. Maybe that was the plan all along. Yep. So that was launched in Barcelona on the seventh of Feb, and it was released in the UK on the eleventh of February, sixteenth of February in France, eighteenth of February in the US. So much press and radio coverage um but pascal they spent <laughs> 20 million pounds on this marketing campaign so i guess that coverage was to be expected but it certainly does seem to have whipped up a lot of media and attention across the entire world for again a game which is has been focused on a, a certain niche of players and what, what is interesting is it feels like a short campaign to me. I mean, there, there was murmurs, there were teasers and so on across 2020, 2021, but it's almost like a three-month campaign only, which is always mm -hmm. kind of, it feels very daring to me. I wanted to kind of highlight, uh, and so did you, you know, some learning points maybe. And for me, back to your comments about, well, who is it for and how mm -hmm. are they going to tackle this? I think they made the decision 
perhaps it was made for them, of clear channels of communication to target very clear audience. So Sony Pictures had a campaign, I would say, for mainstream audiences, so those who don't know mm -hmm. about the, the Uncharted, so families, couples, and groups of friends. PlayStation, of course, had their campaign for the gamers for me. So if I go on my PlayStation network, there's been adverts by the movie Forever, and you can click, click on the different icons to play, obviously, trailers and so on. They also had, it's not as extreme as the James Bond franchise, but certainly had some product placement and partners. So you had Hyundai and G Fuel Food Supplements with their own TV adverts where literally, well, I was, I was going to say they borrowed Tom, Tom Holland. I'm sure he was paid for it. But <laughs> you know, they, they had their own adverts with a flair and a feel of um, Uncharted. Cinema chains, actually, that's interesting. You know, the return to cinema, they organized their own competitions for the local um, kind of people to win free tickets, but also they had their own exclusive interviews. And you could just imagine being sat there, maybe watching a different film altogether, and there's an interview with uh, Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg with a, with a brand of your local cinema chain. That would have been quite impressive. And then finally, number five, well... It is 2022 after all, so Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg promoting the film via, the, via their social media accounts. Just as a footnote, I did the research, and Tom Holland has nearly 70 million followers on social media, so that's kind of helpful, isn't it? Yeah, he's a popular guy, isn't he? <laughs> but, I mean, let, let's face it, they have to keep the film, sorry, they have to keep the game fans happy as much as they need to try and push the audience wider and to appeal to families and, and, and other people, as you've said. So what have they done to keep the um, fans on board? So Nolan North, who you've told me provides the, the voice of Nathan Drake. Yes. For, don't, don't video game characters all, always have incredible names. Lara Croft, Nathan Drake. There's always some sort of cadence to, <laughs> to video characters. Um, he's been sharing all sorts of photos photographs online he's been involved in chats so the you know it's a different voice obviously in the film tom holland but you're they're keeping the fans happy by keeping making sure that the original um actors in the game are represented uh tom holland was one of the presenters at the 2020 game awards in december 2020 the uncharted exclusive clip was introduced by holland at sony's ces press conference on the 5th of january 2022 february 2022 they released creator to create a video series again tom holland and the creators of uncharted sit down to discuss the process what that went into adapting the video into film and again lots of use of video snippets featurettes photography all over facebook instagram twitter youtube etc etc so do you think they've done enough to keep people like yourself excited and on board with this yes i think it was so so important to show almost a form of respect i'm going to be as as blunt and direct as this uh, roger because let's be frank uh, tom horn would not be my choice i i want nathan feeling from you know 10 years ago uh, as in i started to get excited about it uh, it's not the same physical it's not the same build it's not the same voice and so on okay i can buy that is uh, a younger nathan drake the only tension for me as, as a gamer is that the scenes you see on the trailer, they borrow from game three and four. So mm. yeah, it's, it's tricky. 
as a as a fan to to not see minor flaws or have minor misgivings but then when you hear and i think that's important the power of video when you see and hear tom holland sh show the respect to actually speak to the video game creators and together how they worked as a partnership to to make it work because back to um, you mentioning earlier, they shared that exclusive two and a half minute video clip of what's happening on, on the aircraft. Everything is in that two and a half minutes. It captures the, the style and the tone of the video game. So as a gamer thinking, oh, wow, you know, they've, they've achieved it. You know, the, the fighting looks like the game, the, everything like the running around and actually running away from danger. And mm. you know, doing it in a way that is very comedic is also been been captured. So, yeah, I think it was a very smart move. I think if that was absent from the marketing campaign, they'd been probably in quite a bit of trouble here. Mm. And I was quite attracted to the the uh, Instagram account. Instagram okay. account is remarkable in that they've 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 used the Instagram content categories if effectively to create all sorts of subsections to the instagram account so the instagram account now has it's almost like a mini website in a way now i knew you could do this with instagram accounts but they've really taken it quite a long way so you've got sections about tickets music partners talent uh, the lenses that you can use to overlay yourself with the plane in the background yeah. flying through the air you, you can share that on social media but they've also got links to the press the posters the, the the treasure maps the trailers all of that stuff is available through the the um instagram account i don't think i've ever seen an instagram account become as uh, segmented as that and as and as focused so that's quite impressive yeah thanks for bringing it up because we Part of film marketing is about learning points as much as you and I essentially telling people how much we love films. And I think between the, the, the audience segmentation from a moment ago, the being aware of where there might be some misgivings and tackling it head on. And now you've got this kind of, well, it's available on Instagram. Let's go all in. So the way in which mm -hmm. they've used the icons, the way they've, they've organized it, I, I must confess for, for you and I, you know, kind of becoming film marketing historians, that would be just so helpful to go back to in a year's time and recapture that. But um, I've not had actually the chance to try the Uncharted Instagram lens, but I'm definitely doing that this weekend. <laughs> um, the, the one thing that we missed, of course, is always a shame about in you know, a kind of US-centric campaign. Of course, there was a treasure hunt. This is about a movie about the treasure hunt. So you had um, daily video messages from um, Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg with hints and clues taking you to different website and Instagram. And then you had to go onto a main website to type in the result of your kind of research and, and kind of um, riddles. And then you could win, obviously, some some prizes. Um, I think it was quite clever, clever because the um, well, what you had to find was a secret phase, which is uh, fortune favors the ball, which is actually one of the many sentences that they use in the game as well. And they've actually even done a series of travel vlogs, haven't they, with Tom Holland in it? Uh, again, it's to keep the momentum going, I guess, and because you've already said. The, the the game and therefore the film takes place in many locations around the world. Um, this is just an obvious thing to do, isn't it? To keep the uh, to keep that travel theme with the star, and that will keep the interest of the uh, of the potential um, viewers. I think that you would appreciate that you being a, as well a travel vlogger. My complaint, they're far too short. They're about a minute each. But uh, um, from a learning point of view, if you just watch them thinking, yeah, I could do that in business, 
you know, summarizing maybe an event or even a month. So um, this one was spotted by Chris Thilk from Cinematic Slant. So thanks very much, Chris, for that. And you see Tom Holland doing his kind of PR run and publicity runs in London, Spain, and Rome, as you, as you mentioned. But the way it's edited, it's really fast. It feels, again, like a mini-adventure. So you've got Nathan Drake, we've got the, his alter ego, oddly, um, Tom Holland having his own adventure, going to different parts where he doesn't speak the language necessarily. He's a bit, he's a bit lost and he's having to find his way to the next to next venue. So uh, that's really, really clever. And and just finally, as part of the extended campaign, uh, I was very surprised because, why was I surprised? I'm not sure, but they've essentially done a novelization of the movie. So now you have, an as an experience, Roger, you can play the games, you can watch the film, and then now you can read the book as well. And what is interesting about the front cover of that book, it was actually the, the very first teaser image that was released in late 2021, I reckon, and it is so damn close to the front cover of one of the many video games you can get with the, the real individuals. So I think, again, um, a bit of homage, stroke, stroke respect. So I'll start by asking you the question, having discussed it with Mina and reviewed the extensive Bryce short marketing campaign, are you looking forward to perhaps watching Uncharted at some stage? Oh, definitely, definitely. This is one which we'll we'll definitely look out for. I mean, it, it, I love that sort of genre, you know, mm. the Indiana Jones, Tomb Raider, that style of thing. Um, Trisha and I watched a series. Uh, I can't remember whether it was on Netflix or whether it was on Sky. It was called Hooten and the Lady, which was a, a couple of adventurers traveling around different locations around the world looking for treasure. So there's elements of that in that series. I don't know whether there was any link between the two, whether it was just a coincidence. So even from the subject matter point of view, I'll be looking out for it. I love the fact that this film will appeal to gamers who will have their own image in their mind as to, you know, they've seen the character in the game, the way they speak. Then there'll be the people who watch the film who've got no mem no knowledge of the film who will see a different set of actors and voices, but that will be their experience. And even the book that you've just mentioned there, you know, you might read the book having played the game. You might read the book having played, uh, having watched the film. But when you read a book, your mind also creates its own images of what you're experiencing, what's being described in words. So you're almost creating three completely different potential visuals in the head, on the screen, in the game, as well as that. And I actually think that's fascinating. So well done, Pascal. I think you've got me very, very interested here. And for myself, having discussed it with you and researched the marketing campaign, I feel a lot, lot better. And I'm looking forward to watching Uncharted. Um, the reason uh, I'm, I'm going to be happy is because in fairness to Tom Holland and by, by extension, of course, the production team, he moves like Nathan Drake. I mean, the, the stunt, the running, the parkour almost, the uh, empty hand combat and, and the gunfighting is exactly like the game, you know, and the sense of peril and jeopardy is there. The humor is there between him and Sully. Um, and I think we just need to embrace the fact that, A, they actually managed to do this during the pandemic, which in itself is quite an achievement. And I suppose for them as well, they should be pleased because we are starting the year with an exciting adventure movie which almost sets the, the tone for all the other future cinema releases for, for this year as well. 
Fantastic, Pascal. Thank you so much for suggesting this one. Um, the fact that I knew nothing about it made it a really interesting film marketing session. So everyone, thank you so much for tuning in and watching or listening to Two Geeks and the Marketing Podcast, episode 69. As always, do let us know what you think of what we've been talking about. Leave us comments on the YouTube channel or even look us up on Twitter. We'd be delighted to hear from you. So, until next time, please go out there and make sure that your marketing is done right. I was Roger Edwards and he was Pascal Fintoni. Thank you for listening to the Film Marketing Academy podcast, the audio series dedicated to helping filmmakers create better film marketing campaigns faster. For more information about our film marketing consultancy and training services, go to filmmarketingacademy.com and book your free discovery video call. And if you haven't already, don't forget to subscribe and follow your host on social media for more updates.